detective came and knocked on the door, and I said, is it Renee? And he just gave me that solemn look. It was the worst day ever. The Proof Podcast is back with a new case and a new season. 23 years ago, 18-year-old Renee Ramos went missing. Her body was later found in an empty Home Depot building on the edge of town. I don't think that they arrested the right people. It's about time somebody's trying to do something. She had a black eye about two weeks before she was murdered. They are involved. They definitely had her body and her backpack. You know people are going to judge you, right? Of course. They're judging me now. They've been judging me damn near my whole life. You can listen now to season two of Proof wherever you get your podcasts. And follow along with us as we reinvestigate the murder at the warehouse. I have to ask, did you kill Renee? Hey, it's just me, Paula Poundstone. I want to tell you about a headgum podcast I think you're going to love. Fake the Nation with Nagin Farsad, which I've done a few times now. So much fun. You may know Nagin from her TED Talk, from NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, or her book, How to Make White People Laugh. On Fake the Nation, Nagin and a rotating cast of her funniest, smartest, and most politically astute friends, people like Samantha Bee, Neil deGrasse Tyson... Paula Poundstone, Larry Wilmore, <laughs> Margaret Cho, and more. Break down the news, make you laugh, think, and deliver a gut punch to humanity. Wait, do we really want to deliver a gut punch to hu? I thought we wanted to uplift humanity, support, <laughs> uh, protect humanity, but apparently Nagin has gone over to the dark side. I'll tell you, I, I have had so much fun doing this show. Nagin tells me that one time I role-played Naomi Osaka's publicist. I don't recall that at all, uh, but... <laughs> I'm going to have to go back to that episode and listen to it because it sounds funny. Uh, Uproxx calls Fake the Nation the perfect lighthearted fit for a newsy podcast queue that needs a little levity. Meaning the news needs a little levity, <laughs> not the podcast because it is very funny. Subscribe now so you don't miss another episode of Fake the Nation airing every Thursday. Find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or, and I hate this phrase, Wherever you listen to podcasts, like none of us would figure that out. Yeah, hi everybody. It's me, Paul Poundstone, and Adam Felber. That's us. Or Felb, as he's called. You know, Adam, uh, I've told you this a thousand times, but um, I have, I have OCD. And um, everyone has it, it's all, which is obsessive compulsive disorder. And it's sure. only diagnosed based on the degree to which you have it. So, you know, to, no, based on the degree to which it interrupts your life. So you might, I mean, I tried a medication one time and it only made it much worse. Um, but, uh, but anyways, everyone does everyone does have obsessive compulsive disorder and I'm yeah, noticing to some degree, to some degree. Right. Uh, right. but today, today I, the order that I do chores in uh-huh. makes such a difference today. And so clearly like an OCD thing, but it was like, I'd be, you know, I'd be halfway through doing a dish and I'd have to go do something else. And I'm sure 
that on the OCD spectrum, that the pandemic, the economic difficulties for everybody and the, you know, the threat of right. maybe getting sick or your friends getting sick, right, has skyrocketed. What I think short of uh, short of what's that one uh, that's something hand syndrome, alien hand syndrome, A- alien hand of- syndrome, yeah. Short of alien hand syndrome, I think OCD uh-huh. has to be the weirdest, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, one that there is. Is it? I mean, I mean, alien hand syndrome is the one where you uh, you don't recognize your own hand. You feel like it's somebody else's. Is that it? Yeah, and it assaults you. I mean, well, people if it's an unfriendly are- alien hand, it could be you know a very friendly. I suppose it could. Yeah. It could be like one man knows how to knit and yet you don't know how yet. Um, yeah. Sure. I mean, could be alien knitting you, hand syndrome. As you look at behavioral disorders or syndromes or things where the brain is so unfathomable to begin with, mm-hmm. um, that is a weird one. But uh, OCD is a is a close second. I would say. <clears throat> what? 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 I, you know, I, I just feel like there's 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 weirder. Weirder thing. I hate to contradict you, but I think there's weirder things. That's because you've never had to walk like a knight in chess. Have you had to do that? Yes. So like Not- you were you were out you were you were at a place where the pavement was in squares and you were like I have to t- I have to make knight moves. No, mercifully I was at home, and but I had to walk two steps forward, one step sideways. I think it was during a particularly stressful time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like it. Okay, now yeah, that is yeah. really weird. It's I mean, it's weird. not like Oliver Sacks weird, but it's weird. It's weird. And what's weird about it is that you 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 can't, like, it doesn't make you stupid. So you can see it, right? You can say to yourself, boy, this is weird. But it doesn't mean that you can stop. Or, or it doesn't mean that the desire to do it is reduced any. Um, and once I knew what it was, I was like, oh. Uh-huh. Okay, not good, but not you know, but I but dealable, you know. But yeah, yeah. Once you've once you've had to walk like a knight in chess, and let me tell you, you don't um, get through your doors quickly that way. No, I mean that could have been what Bob Seger was talking about in his song "Night Moves." Hmm. Especially when he said when he that line about when the bishop comes up diagonally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Ain't it funny how the bishop moves? Yeah, not yeah. moves. Walking on a... Anyways, um, <laughs> yes. So, do we have? Do we have? Uh, I don't, is it called collars? What are they? How? Well, what's the term they're, they're, for people? I don't, I don't know. They're collars. They're commenters. They're. Uh, did you did you I, see I that? Mike don't know what to call them. Mike Pence says that you know. The people that are going to be yeah. in the space force are uh-huh. going to be called guardians. Guardians, yeah, I just saw that. The space force, in fact, tweeted it. There's a space force tw- Twitter account now, and they tweeted oh, out their Lord. new logo, and it is the most insane looking thing. Hey, if you're listening to us, and it looks like there's at least a couple dozen or a few dozen of you, um, you can uh, leave us one of those messages. You can be one of those aforementioned callers. Um, yeah, uh, nothing nasty, please. Um. There was something you just said that reminded me of something I was going oh, to say. We have a couple you. already. Look at that. People are already oh, commenting. Cool. Look at that. Want to hear one? Yeah. All right, here we go. Hey, Paula. I've been like 
Uh, I'm probably going to do a comedian profile on you. Not probably. I'm definitely doing that on my YouTube. Uh, just big fan. Uh, thank you for your humor. Uh, I was raised in Maine and I'm in Seattle right now. But uh, yeah, thank you for the jokes. You're the the real life Miss Maisel, I think. Wow. Real life Miss uh, Maisel. Uh, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, you know, I've never seen uh, Miss Maisel. I'm afraid of it. Um, I have an important question. I Ms. was noticing on, on my Twitter feed today, and and but uh, wait, I, uh, Joey, thank you so much. That's yeah, really Joey, cool. that was really nice. Thank you. Um, I was noticing on my Twitter feed today that um, there's an Tide, and then another one from another company, and I'm like, wait a minute, when did I follow Tide? I don't follow Tide. Do they have a way of just like? Uh, do they have a way of no pr promoted this? tweets can show up on your feed? There'd be a little oh, word okay. that says promoted under it. But um, back to Miss Maisel for a minute. I think you'd really enjoy yes. it. Um, Alex Borstein's fantastic in it. The only degree of di difficulty for me in watching um, the uh, marvelous Miss Maisel is that you have to suspend disbelief and believe that Lenny Bruce was an extremely funny comedian. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I've only seen him a little teeny bit, so I don't know if I believe that he was or he wasn't. I, you know, um, I think he was important. I, just, he just never really made me laugh very much. And it, and um, in, in, in that show, he's just destroying every time he steps on stage. No. Well, he made a judge laugh. Um, you know, what? one of my favorite things <laughs> is the Lenny yeah. Bruce story, supposedly, and I don't know, I, I don't, I'm not a good source, but supposedly, you know, he got... Um, he got arrested for saying fuck on stage. Sure. And yeah. So legendary. Now, sure. Now it goes to court. And um, so the prosecutor is saying, uh, you know, you, you know, t t Mr. Bruce, you know, said, you know, fuck. And the then the judge goes, he said, fuck. And the prosecutor, yeah, he said, fuck. Uh, and, <laughs> You know, it's so foolish. It's like the it's like the uh, the Republicans that were acting upset because the lady in the 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 woman that they interviewed in I forget what magazine, um, just maybe yesterday or something. Yeah, said, right. said fuck. Like you know what, you guys, you lost your turn on that. No. Oh, absolutely. No. Some somebody immediately collected all of all of Trump's tweeted obscenities over the years. But you know what. I don't, I've never cared about the word fuck one way or the other. I mean, I, it doesn't, I'm not offended by it. I, I, I'm, I'm not offended, offended by it. I, I kind of like it. It's helpful. I find yeah. it very helpful. Um, but, it, it, you know, it's not even just what he said. It's what he did. And then you go, uh, yeah, no, you know what? You lose your turn. That's it. You don't get that. <laughs> yeah. No high ground. There's no high ground anymore. Hey, we, we've funny. got a backlog. Let's get, let's get some more of oh, these. Oh, go ahead, uh, go ahead. Let's get some more of these messages. The people in Ireland call this ditties. Ditties? What does ditties. that mean? The people like in a, Ireland call this ditties. Uh, what I don't know is what this is. Maybe it's the messages? Maybe. You know what? This is what I this is what I'm constantly complaining about to my manager, Bonnie Burns. I have said to her many times, you know what? You don't get to use pronouns anymore. 
She'll well, you know what? She probably recorded that right as we were talking, and then it took us this long to get to her. So, so it might have been okay. much more obvious before because of the time lag. But here, let's play another yeah. ditty. Let's let, let's check okay. in with another ditty here. Hi, Mama. What are you doing, Mama? Mama, don't push me. Wow. Yeah, that was something, huh? That was audio hysterically funny child abuse. Um, yeah. And, and just to give you an Enough. idea of, of the quality of calls we're getting, Land, Land Romo screened that one for us. Yeah. <laughs> Button there. Thinking. You know, it's, it's when you're when you're making dinner and you and you have like a tomato that's got a bad spot on it, and so you you cut the tomato. Um, and then you accidentally put the bad spot part in and throw away the other part. I think that's what happened there. That that can happen to anybody. All right, let's let's get a palate cleansing ditty right here. I want to be an aforementioned caller. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you are. <laughs> All right. So we we've settled. We've settled on the word caller. Okay. How do I they settled on ditty? Okay. How do they record their? Um, uh, their little voice there. Well, look at your phone. Do you see that little thing that looks like a, a speech bubble with a with a triangle in the middle of it? Yeah. You, you hold that down and you can record a message. Oh, I see. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's that yeah. easy. Or, All right. You can see I couldn't be in the Space Force, huh? <laughs> hey, Rod Conkama, you're on the line. What's going on, Paula? Adam, how hey. y'all doing? Big fan. Glad to see you're here. Glad to see you, Vader66. Oh, thanks, Fader sixty six. And I <laughs> like the Santa hat. hat. Yeah, it's really nice. I got to tell you, Paul, I'm really enjoying this app. It's such an easy way to reach the um, our our loving public. Yeah, the stereo is. app is is a, is a good thing. And it's been so much better. What I was doing before was just knocking on people's doors, right. and it, it's hard to tell from the outside of someone's house, whether they're a fan or not. And so this, <laughs> yeah, like, this is really a... so much better. Yeah. So much boy, better. Did I people mad last night. <laughs> what were you doing last night, Paula? Well, I was going around knocking on doors, just saying, hi, I'm Paula Poundstone. Wondering if you wanted to chat for a minute. And uh, oh, these are boy. desperate times for comedians. huh? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people just not takers on that. Huh? Yeah. Sioux City, you're on the line. Yeah, for me, like Twitter and Instagram are where you go crazy and follow like uh, all my martial arts, like comedian favorite. Like I nerd out on those platforms. And then on stereo, it's obviously your voices first, right? Which is uh, cool. Uh, and then like Facebook, I just like kind of, I made that public recently, but I should probably keep that like just family or something. I don't know. I just use social media different. Um, Paula, uh, who's your favorite, like, uh, female influence, would you say? Who's your favorite female influence, Paula Poundstone? I'm not even, I'm not even certain, like, uh, uh, my favorite anything is hard to say, but I'll tell yeah. you, uh, I'm an enormous, uh, Lily Tomlin fan. I can't say that she influenced, like, how I work, um, right. but... I, but I, you love, I love everything she does. Yeah. And she's yeah. so, um, like, 
it's amazing. Like my kids have seen some things that she's done, but not, um, she's just done so many things that you can't really keep up, you know? Um, now, and I, I, <laughs> I, I do have a story that I, I know, I know, you know, this story, but it, it might be fun to tell. Um, Lily Tomlin, by the way, she was on a great episode of our podcast. Uh, it was just wonderful to have her there. But about a year before you had a ping pong party that I came to and it's doubles ping pong in your backyard. And I was playing these two people and the person I played uh, beat me. And I was like, wow, that, that, that lady sure can play. Um, and I was introduced to her as Lily. And I'm a big fan of Lily Tomlin. But because of this weird kind of face blindness I have, I didn't recognize her at all. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, it was, it was later in the evening um, when uh, I was looking over and there was a cluster of people around her. And I was like, wow, everybody wants to talk to, to my new friend, Lily. And you know what? She looks a little bit like Lily. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And she... She wields a ping pong paddle too. She really was pretty good at ping pong. I mean, her partner was very experienced, and and then uh, you know the team yeah. that I was with didn't didn't really seem to want to be playing. Really? Who were you with? I can't remember the kid's name, but he, uh, you know, he 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 just he he felt like you know you know when somebody doesn't feel like they're good at ping pong and they just kind of don't try their hardest because they feel silly. Oh, that's not right. I know. I know. You see a lot of that in the NFL. Yeah, you see a lot of people <laughs> not quite giving it their all because they feel yeah. like failures, right? Yeah, just phoning it in. You know, they barely suit it up. Yeah, uh, yeah. But back back to the topic of that question, I can name more of your influences. I've spent enough time with you to know that um, that uh, you love Lucille Ball. Mm. I do love Lucille Ball. Uh, right. I, uh, yes. Carol yeah, Burnett. Right in the title of her show, and Carol Burnett. Uh huh. Yeah, you know, and I think Mary Tyler Moore, maybe. I love Mary Tyler Moore. You know the See? best part of my job. I, I mean, I like I like talking to people. I like meeting the audience. But the best part of my job is that I've been lucky enough to get to meet some of the performers that I loved when I was growing up. It, you know. Um, no, I, I completely agree with you. It, yeah, it's so amazing and, to get to meet those people. Yeah. And you guys, you know what? I mean, I'm I'm sure some of them fear me as a stalker as much as they might fear anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I'm more familiar with some of the shows like. All right. Here's just one example. Um, so Mike Farrell from MASH, I. I had like a big OCD thing with MASH when I was younger. I watched it like over and over again. And so I knew more about MASH than Mike Farrell did. I think <laughs> that once in conversation that becomes clear, I can notice people take a few steps away from me. Start to back off a little bit. Yeah. Trying to change. <laughs> like, oh boy. So it's a nice day out, isn't it? Yeah. 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 But but remember when you were in the swamp and you said to Hawkeye? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you, you know, apropos of that, uh, one, of, one of the best assignments I ever got back on Real Time with Bill Maher of my years there was uh, one day the, uh, the EP called and he said, Adam, um, would you mind uh, walking down to the studio and just hanging out with Martin Short for a couple hours before showtime so we can run some stuff by somebody? 
And wow. I, yeah, it was it was like the greatest afternoon of of my life. I just got to hang out with Martin Short and talk to him. And, and it turns out, you know, he's one of those guys who's incredibly nice and loves to tell stories. So even even though I was going into some of the SCTV deep cuts, he was very happy to not back away from me <laughs> or at least make it seem like he wasn't uncomfortable. <laughs> um, who's the guy I, I, I love that he did the guy who did the the movie reviews? Oh, Jiminy Glick. Yeah, yes. he told us great stories. You know, he did Jiminy Glick um, on Broadway for uh, a year or so. And he no. always, every single night, uh, uh, well, he did, he had a one-man show on Broadway, and Jiminy Glick was one of the segments. And every single oh. night, he had a different celebrity that he would interview uh, on stage right before intermission as Jiminy Glick. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. All right. Let, 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 let's go back to the phones. Uh, uh, Walla Walla Washington, you're on the line. Yes. I learned on another podcast, who is also on stereo, that the Irish call these little blips of messages ditties. Oh! See? There we go. A more specific answer. Yeah, you were right, Adam. These little blips of conversation ditties. Okay. I always always thought of ditties as like a little song, right? Yeah. What do they call little songs in Ireland? um, What do they call? Uh, um, They call them uh, uh, stereo recordings. (laughs) Oh, yes. Let um, me sing you an ancient stereo recording. Very important to my uh, people. Well, thank you for clearing that up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's what this is. So now you're allowed to use the word this again. It yeah. was taken away from you for a little while. But <laughs> I'm not sure that was. <laughs> if, yeah. All right. If you, if you can use it properly, I, I, I don't want to have to take it away again. All right. So uh, Bangor, Maine, show us your ditties. Would it reveal trade secrets to tell how you put the Poundstonator together? They're brilliant, and I just can't imagine how you do that quickly. Oh, that's a great uh, question. That, for, for those of you who don't listen to our podcast, whenever we have a guest on uh, Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, immediately after the interview, Paula does a mini essay uh, set to music. And it's very fun. Uh, do you want to reveal the secrets, Paul? It's up to you. I do. Uh, because I can't live a lie. Well, I could live a lie, but... You could. Um, yeah. You know what? We take a little break and I write it. I, I write it right afterwards. Um, but it, it takes... I, I can't just spit it out in seconds. It takes me... Uh, I don't know. 20 we used minutes? To say 15, I, we used to say 15 minutes, but it's longer than that. Um, let's be, let's plus, be clear, it's longer than 15. <laughs> plus, now that we are recording from our homes, um, I get up, I use the bathroom, I refresh my soda, I throw right. the ball for the dog, and then I sit down and write. And uh, But thank you so much. I, you know, yeah. I agree. With you. It's that, one of my favorite parts of the show. That is, it's just a great part of the show. Well, that's nice to hear. Hold on, I have to cough. <laughs> you know, just so you Having know, Paula been... does not have the COVIDs, everybody. No, I have terrible allergies, and I have a kitten stuck in my throat right now. Um, having been a stand-up comic for 40 years, 41 years, um, you get the idea. You tell your little joke, and you hear a response from the crowd. So that one of the difficult things about podcasting 
is that, you know, you do something and you really have no idea how it's landing. Is it, are people enjoying it? Is it just annoying? Um, yeah. And we have each other, the people on the podcast, but you know what? Honestly, that is not a great sample size. <laughs> I, know, um, I know you love this example, but um, sometimes we'll hear, we'll, uh, we'll hear from uh, Bonnie Burns, our, our, your manager, our producer. She'll say, yeah, you know, I want to take that out. It didn't really get a laugh. And it makes me quick. Does that? <laughs> She'll say, "Oh well, I, I didn't think that really got laughs." I'm like, "Bonnie, there's two people to laugh, <laughs> and one of them doesn't always listen." <laughs> Aren't you glad she doesn't work at Pfizer? Yeah, because uh, that is not a good data sample. No, no, it's it's very. It, she should not be running any clinical trials. No, no, I don't think she'd be good at it. <laughs> All right. So are we calling these ditties or calls? You call I them did, whatever you want. You're, I, I you're did at like the... asking Bangor Maine to show us their ditties. I think that was just uh, yeah. just extremely funny. All right. Let's play another. Sorry. I didn't realize how loud I sounded, but um, I love the podcast. I haven't been with you since the beginning. I'm, I'm a later. I'm a late bloomer. But, um, oh, my God, you make my Tuesdays, I remember when it was Monday, but whatever. Monday, Tuesday, whatever day, you make everything so much better, and the show evolves so beautifully, and your personalities are gelling and everything. Oh, my God. I just, really. And, Paul, I remember you from, well, I remember you. But my niece remembers you. <laughs> you judge Paula? She's on this. I, I can't I confirm. She's on the spectrum. She remembers you as Judge Paula. Well, judge spectrum. Paula. She, first of all, Cheesy Poofs, thank you so much. That's really nice. So to nice hear. to hear Cheesy Poofs. Yes. I was Judge Stone uh, on a show called. Science Court. It was an animated show on ABC on Saturday mornings. Right. And they changed the name of it. Okay, this, if you knew no other fact about the United States than this, uh, it would be enough to understand how we got where we are right now. Um, ABC was afraid that having the word science in the title would be off-putting and they wouldn't get viewers and so they changed it to <laughs> no yeah and the premise of the show is an animated Wait, they show changed it to what they changed it to squiggle vision um squiggle and, vision okay you, you cut out yeah. for a second there oh sorry i don't know why my I, I don't i don't know if it's internet connection at my house um i don't i don't know enough about squiggle to be able to figure it out um <laughs> so it was a, you know you're not it was a squiggletist a really, I'm not a squiggletist exactly it was a really good show I mean my participation was it was really minimal I wasn't um, it was a guy named Bill Broadus wrote that show and what it was was there would be there would be a story that took place some sort of accident would happen or something would happen and and it and the the answer to why the thing happened was some sort of science principle. 
For example, there was one well, that where- sounds, That sounds fantastic. There was one where uh, somebody slipped on some water in at the subway and fell, and they were going to sue Pip Peterson's pipes because they were leaky. And, and then they went into science court, and in science court, they <laughs> Pip Peterson's pipes didn't leak, but rather it was condensation. Condensation. Wow. And you were, you were Judge Paul in that. I was Judge Stone in uh, science court. And you know what? That's how I learned what condensation is. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, you, know, you you would think you think somebody who drinks as many cans of soda as you do would be familiar with condensation because it's constantly I, on your hand. Right. But, I mean, I, I was aware of the the general idea of it. I was aware how it affected uh, us in our lives, but I didn't sure. know typically what was happening. It was a really clever show. And you know what? If anybody knows Bill Broadus, I think he's still in Massachusetts. He's he's brilliant. Um, yeah. So there. All right. So you- there you go. El Paso, Texas. You're on the line. Hi, Adam. Hi, Paula. Uh, recently, Merriam-Webster picked pandemic as their word of 2020. And the American Dialect Society just announced that they've picked COVID as their word of the year. What word would y'all pick to best sum up the hellscape that's been this past year? Wow. Ooh, that's good. That's a good question. Well- is damn near it. Uh, yeah, Hellscape, you might have just tipped, tipped her, your hat there. That Yeah, Hellscape kind of yeah. does it. Yeah. I, I prefer think, Clusterfuck. Yeah. Because um, so I'm many gonna, people are responsible for what a terrible year this was. The Clusterfuck seems right. I'm going to say irksome because I've really been trying to control my emotions. So you found this you found this year irksome? <laughs> yes. All the death, all the all the financial uh, uh heartache, all, all the all the loss, all the eviction, all the the protests and the shootings and the yeah. looting. It's just been irksome, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, oh absolutely. I have to say the destruction of our planet to make it unusable for my children, while well, that has me miffed. Yeah, I, I I hope I'm not overstating things, but it has really <laughs> been irksome. I, I and and I'm miffed. Okay, <laughs> so, so there's your dog, words. I'm bringing my dogs in because they're being irksome in the backyard. Mo, sit, you silly All dog. Right. Sit. Meanwhile, uh, let, let let's get let's get some more. Um, uh, what are those things called? Ditties. Oh, ditties. There we go. Okay. Oh my God, that is awesome! You don't hear people talking about the 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 classics, Lily Tomlin. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I haven't heard that name in a minute. Oh my yeah. God! Oh, she's wow. been on a se- she's been on a series for like the last few years now. Yeah, you've well, seen that series, right? I have. It's really funny. It's. Grace, Grace and Frankie, or Frankie and Grace. I always say it backwards. Um, but anyways, it was uh, it was Netflix, uh, I think, made it. And uh, it's her and Jane Fonda. And they play okay. uh, two women that were married to two different men, obviously. And <sighs> right. the men 
ended up falling in love with one another. And oh, <laughs> realizing I didn't know that. Yeah. And yeah. And the women um, moved in together. Uh-huh. Not they, they don't have a relationship. They're not gay. Um, they just in their in their misery, they right. just support one another. Um, and I'll tell you, so, I mean, it's really funny. It's really well done. Um, right. My favorite thing, however, is the opening. You know how they have the, I forget what that's called at the beginning of the show. You know the part on Dick Van Dyke show where they go, na, 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 and then he skips around the hassock or he falls over it. You mean the opening sequence, the the title sequence, the, the, the theme right. song? The t- yeah. The title sequence to Frankie and Grace is so great. Uh, you got to watch it. Is it Frankie and Grace or Grace and Frankie? I can't remember. My daughter says I always do it wrong. And I say, no, I'm talking about a different show. <laughs> just, so you, just so you're not wrong. Yeah. She says I do everything wrong. Uh, all right, let's let's get an let's get another ditty here. Oh my God, it's Paula again. Hi, Paula, and it's good to hear your voice. You're one of my favorite comics, and I know you're probably thinking, "Oh, I get that a lot," but you really are. Thank That's you, really Dundor. Nice. You know, I don't get that a lot. So someone is gonna someone is gonna tag your ear and put you out in the field. Um, that's very sweet of you. Thank you. Yeah, that's really sweet. Uh, you know, let's make, let's make our way uh, somewhat quickly through a couple more because we do have a few. So here we go. I like let's the term it. memos, but you got to sing it like listen to listen to memos, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> listening, As, listening I, I, to memos. So it's like uh, so not ditties. I kind of like memos too, actually. Not to take anything away from the Irish because I, I think look they've had I, enough. I, I don't want to. I don't want to get us into a fight here, but memo sounds kind of dry, doesn't it? It sounds like uh, it sounds a little. It sounds a little serious. No, it sounds like a sweet message. A memo. Oh, I think you're thinking like memos, like from the from the Department from the of Justice, or like or the memo that um, Bill Barr wrote to the unsolicited memo that he wrote to uh, that was sort of a. Uh, a uh, 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 job application to be the Department right. of Justice. Remember Bill Barr? Of course, he, he he was the Attorney General until a couple of days ago, wasn't he? Yeah, but things in 2020 time time is weird. Do do you do you know within two seconds? You got to answer in two seconds. Okay. What today's what today's date is and what day of the week it is. I think it's the 18th. I'm sure it's Friday. Okay, you're right. Okay, so you did not illustrate my point at all. Yeah, I, I, realized, I really messed up that one. I'm sorry. I fucked no, you over. I, was, I asked you and you answered honestly. I like that. But uh, no, my point is that in 2020, it's very hard to know what what day it is. And, I agree. And, I agree. Oh my Time has passed. And so for me, Bill Barr was there years ago. Yeah. You know what? You know, we have we've been flirting around with the with, with the Trump administration a little bit this show. And we're not a political show, you and me, Paula. But um, I've been wondering if, if, if you've noticed our commander in chief has been tweeting a lot about how he won the election. 
And, and yeah. I'm torn between, is that now, da- is it still dangerous that he does that? Or is that now just kind of sliding down the continuum to pathetically funny? No, I think there's always, I think there's two slides there. I think that there's a fork in the road, so to speak, you know, because I, I there's still a lot of people that think that, you know, that when he says that he, he stokes them. Um, and yet right. it is, it's, it's pathetically funny. Like, you know, what would be great. And I, I don't know if there's a way of bringing this about and keep in mind that I really love people. I really genuinely, you really do. People. I've seen you, I've seen you just loving people. I do. Having said that, it would really be fun to go to another planet and just watch from a distance and wish the rest of you luck. Uh, <laughs> if, if you were just watching from far away, yeah. this would be some funny shit. Um, yep. But unfortunately, the you part where here. we actually to live it, yeah, yeah, not so much. But yeah, if there were, if it was like Horton hears a who, if there were these different sort of levels of existence. And, uh-huh. you know, and I, I was Horton, but I was just, you know, watching all you guys on the, on the flower, yeah. on the thistle. Uh, yeah, that, it would be delightful. Delightful. Like that. I think it was a dust yeah. speck on a flower. It was. It was. Yeah. All right. Uh, Miami Beach, you're on the line. Paula, I just have to tell you, I love it when you're on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Is there any chance that you're going to get your own like show like that or something? Because you are fantastic. Oh, wow! Well, thank you. That's very nice. Well, I now I'm grappling with this reality too, but I have to say, no. Um, well, you I, do have I, a podcast. Maybe he doesn't know about our I podcast. A, but okay, yeah. Uh, so uh, first of all, thank you, and second of all, I do have a podcast. It's called Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, and my partner here, Adam Felber, he and I do this podcast, and it's. It's really fun. It's not, it's not NPR radio, but it, it, but no, it is. It's it's it a it's really a looser approach. Fun. Yeah, uh, I would say a much looser approach. Um, but but, that's, but we do, we that's do have uh, interesting experts appearing on the show every week. We do at that have interesting experts. So so, but thank you so much for your support. That's really nice to hear. Yeah. I. Uh, you know, every day I have to get up and say to myself, yeah, you're really not getting a show. And and one of the things about podcasts, and I'm sure most people know this because you have your own, is that <laughs> one, of, one of the things they used to say that what, what makes one of the things that makes a human being a human being is that we have reason. We have opposable thumbs. Sure. We breathe oxygen. We don't need our young, and we have a podcast. Sure. So, yeah. Scientifically proven. There, yeah, there are so many, and so <laughs> many of them so good. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's intimidating how many of them are actually very high quality. Absolutely, really fun to listen to sometimes. So there you but have. Only it. one of them uh, regularly has Paula Poundstone, so we got that going on. Yeah, but nobody listens. <laughs> All right, let's see. Oh. Uh, Shanghai, China, you're on the air. Hey, Adam and Paula. Um, Just curious what you're planning to replace French Trump with after we get into the new administration. (laughs) I'm thinking maybe a mini podcast in the middle of your podcast 
Thoughts? Huh. Well, Dave, as you mentioned, mini podcast, French Trump does have his own mini podcast currently. It's uh, the weekly French Trump presidential press conference. And you can get it in the same place you get. Nobody listens to Paula Poundstone. But, you know, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping to to put it to bed. Yeah, uh, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> on January 20th, because I don't. Because once he's not president anymore, even if he's still up to antics, I, I personally, you know, fear giving giving him more oxygen, you know. So, um, but sure. he does currently. Uh, it's I do. Uh, he's French Trump, um, and people always write on Facebook like, "Why French? I don't get it." Here's why it's French Trump, because I'm <laughs> I'm an I'm an okay mimic. I can do like a. I can do a voice that sounds at least reminiscent of the person who I tell you I'm doing. Oh, absolutely. Um, you just did a Dolly Parton. I don't, I mean, it hasn't dropped yet, but you did a Dolly Parton in recording session we did the other day and it was fantastic. Well, thank you very much. Uh, you know, we're related. Um, but no, I can't, Trump to say, I, I can't do Trump to save my life. So I do him with a bogus French accent. And that is the reason that I do French dry. and people on Facebook are always like, there are a handful of people that really get it and really enjoy it. And everybody else is like, well, I don't know why is it French? I don't know why. It's <laughs> it never occurred to me to ask why he was French. He just appeared yeah, as that. a hand puppet on our show about a, almost a year ago now, uh, maybe <laughs> even a year ago. And I just kind of accepted the fact that, you know, you, there was a French Trump hand puppet on our show. Who since had a spinoff, our first spinoff. But uh, apropos of the question, I don't know. Maybe we'll spin something else off at some point. I, I, I desperately believe that um, Captain Crinkle, Bonnie Burns, needs her own podcast at this point. Yeah. She does a very good Amy Klobuchar. She does. We should have, you know, if we ha we're able to have a, an extra guest here on the Stereo app, we should have her come in on as Amy Klobuchar. Uh, Bonnie, if you're listening here on stereo uh use the uh use that little button and uh, leave us a message leave us a little um bitty and bitty. amy klobuchar if you're listening for fuck's sakes get back to work you know all these people keep trying to take me away from you paula i'm getting i'm getting these calls on uh -oh. the stereo app <laughs> and i'm not leaving you i'm staying hey, with what you. Is it? i don't know it just keeps popping up but anyway you're on here I just stressed out right now. I need some Nutella. I've been in this app like almost a week and a half, and then I always calling them Teddies because I thought that's what they called them, not Teddies. Oh man, let me have some chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> he called them Diddies. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he was calling them Diddies. He um, and he's eating Nutella. I I could hear. You know what? It, 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 sir, if if you didn't even say Nutella, just the sound of that lid hitting the table, I knew what it was. Yeah, and that made me salivate too. Nutella is great yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, it really stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it's probably going to turn out as like the worst thing in the world for you because anything I like, it turns out is terrible for you. But um, boy, is it yummy! I think it's like, probably better for you than most of the stuff you eat. Just knowing what your <laughs> habits are. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be better for you than Doritos and Diet Pepsi. Um, probably not quite as good for you as um, raisin bread with peanut butter, which is another one of your go-tos, right? Or butter. Oh, man. 
uh, any I, raisin bread is the only kind of bread I eat. I have raisin bread. Uh, I have raisin bread. Uh, what do you call it? Tofurkey sandwiches. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's yummy. Um, you know, years ago, I went to a, a doctor just for like a it was just for a physical, um, but it was a new doctor, and uh-huh. uh, you know, so they asked me you know questions about my diet, and I was just honest. You know, I said, well. I do eat like spinach salads and things like that, but only to try to offset the three musketeers, the Fritos, trees, <laughs> pumpkin, eggs. Uh, yeah, she had a funny look on her face while I explained it, you know, because the truth is you don't need a doctor to tell you that's not good. It's like, no, it's, it's like what the, you know, the calories on the side of a candy or eggnog. Yeah. Guess what? You know what? <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate you doing that, but I'm I'm beyond <laughs> based on how many calories are in this Reese's peanut butter cup. If, if you've lifted up the Reese's peanut butter cup close enough to your face that you can read the wrapper, you're eating that yeah. no matter what it says on, on the wrapper. Uh, yeah, because you get that little you get the Reese's aroma. Oh Plus, peanut butter is good for you, isn't it? It's got protein. Peanut butter is good for you. I'm not sure that the peanut butter in Reese's peanut butter cups is good for you. No, it is. I feel great. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Cuba, Havana, Cuba. You're on the line. By the way, I'm just making no. up these locations. Are you? Yeah, I've been making them up. I just like doing that oh, Larry King thing. Oh, I see. I have no indication of where these people are from. So, Havana, you're on the line. Yes, Science Court animated judge. So yeah, 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 yeah. She, she had a. You know, you were one of her, and by spectrum, I mean the autism spectrum, not the crappy cable uh, company. But for a long time, she focused in on you, and that that's a pretty high compliment. That is a high compliment. That thank is. You. She's talking about her and daughter, right? Please, her niece, I think. And her niece please from thank from earlier. I, I knew what spectrum you meant, but I love the idea that one <laughs> could you know, somehow confuse the two of them. Your uh, niece is a large cable company? Yeah. Because why? You know, they, they keep putting those silly door, you know, the, the advertisements where they hang something on your doorknob? Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, I've always wanted to do a business where um, I print up a doorknob hanger that says, we'll remove signs from your doorknob. And then I distribute <laughs> those. It's almost like a shakedown. I, I opened my door this morning and some doorknob things fell off. I, I can't even remember what company it was because when they do that, it just goes right into the recycle. But nonetheless, the idea that uh, people would put the other kind of spectrum on a doorknob hanger just makes no sense. Right. No, no, no. Why would you? No, you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Though? I mean, I, I always resented the, the, you know, the menus being slid on the door and hung on the doorknobs when I lived in New York. And now I, you know, I live out in a, you know, somewhat suburban part of Los Angeles and I miss them. Some people need to send me menus. I'll do what I can. All right. I'll, I'll send What's in the menu, like from the Poundstone home, what you could get if you were here? <laughs> well, I, I know what made... I can get if I'm there, and it's just terrible for you. No, I no, I just made a giant vat of 
oatmeal and not oh. the instant. I made a huge vat of oatmeal and then I put it in the refrigerator and I, and I scoop out a blob each morning and heat that. Um, it's less expensive than instant oatmeal and less, um, you know, trash. Wow. You know, I, and I, I just realized when you talked about how you're having oatmeal for breakfast that I am not one to talk when it comes to food habits because the breakfast that I've been having um, a lot lately is the kind of thing that would just disgust almost everybody, I think. But what I've been doing, my breakfast, my go-to breakfast lately is cottage cheese with sliced cucumbers in it and a dollop of salsa. Okay, I don't really like one of those foods. Not even uh, one. Um, <laughs> not even one. I like all of those foods. And I, I have Cucumbers have no water. Cucumbers are, they're sort of weird water fillers, you know? Oh, I love cucumbers. They, they do all kinds of awesome things, I think. Do they? Yeah. You can train a cucumber. Well, you can train a cucumber? Sorry, right, you can't right, train hold, a cucumber. Hold on. I'm here, I'm here in the kitchen. Let me try. Sit. Yeah. Sit. No, you Tell can't. Tell it to stay. Tell it to stay. You know what? If you sit, I'll give you a little bit of brine. That's what pickles are. They're they're cucumbers <laughs> that have been rewarded. <laughs> They've gotten to their reward. I love I love pickles too. But again, cucumbers cucumbers are essential in things like raita, which I uh, I love. Like what? Raita. Like raita. Well, you know when you get Indian food, if you and and you you, you order as a side raita, which is um. Uh, basically a cucumber yogurt uh, mint and and uh, cilantro kind of thing to cool off your hot food. No, Adam, I don't remember the last time I ate out, let alone at an Indian restaurant. I would love to dine out again. Um, and we will. We will. We will. Um, just not tonight or tomorrow. And I make a passable curry with homemade raita at this point, Paul. I can make a, a veggie one for you at some point. I can't come over there either. I know. That's right. Sooner or later. <laughs> I keep forgetting. All right. What, um, what say to the contact tracer? Uh, Adam made a good raita. I had to go to his house. No. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's right. Oh, by the way, everybody, we have a contact tracer as an upcoming guest on the show. She was fantastic. Yeah. All right. That's it. Melbourne, Australia. You're on the line. Oh, I've I've heard of these uh, messages called different things. Uh, someone referred to them here that I had a conversation with. Someone referred to them as uh, "Let's pop a couple of these bubbles." Okay. Um, someone else uh, referred to them as uh, "Let's squish a couple of these poopies." Uh, I wasn't really. I don't know. I, I wasn't really a fan of the squish the poopies one. Um, no. My dog suggested this one. Uh, why don't you call them bones? Uh, and then you can say, let's, let's pick a couple of these bones. Uh, like, I got a bone to pick with you. Ooh, yeah, oh. I like that. Yeah, I like pick, bones. pick one of these bones. That's, yeah. a, that's a good way. Yeah, squish the poopies. No, no, I just can't. No, that brings up it's... in my mind a terrible story that a friend told me once, and I won't tell it here. Oh, I'll save good. that for my solo show. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and uh, was little Davy Frito's great name. Um, it's it, it has everything in it. There's a a feeling of a rap artist and yeah. a really good junk food all in the same name. That was great. 
You're such a purist, though, with things like Fritos. You you don't like other flavors. No. You know why? Because they're not good. I, I I disagree. But you know what? That's what makes humanity so amazing is that some of us like flavored Fritos and some don't. It's a rich you tapestry. Know, so many foods don't or products in general don't know what was good about their products. I mean, last Absolutely. week we talked Pop-Tarts, they got so carried away with weird flavors. There was a hymenberry, wasn't there? That's not good. hymenberry? No, I don't think was. so. <laughs> yeah. There was? Hymenberry. Wow, they invented berries that no, one ever, that no one ever heard of before. And, and uh, yeah, no, they, they weren't. They weren't popular at all. Just, have, you, have you bought tomato sauce any time in the last decade? Yeah. It's well, amazing. No. The, the, no, the, I have. The, the choices are dizzying. There's a dizzying variety of choices of tomato oh, sauce. Oh, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Of the spaghetti sauce. Is that what you mean? Pasta sauce. Yeah. Yeah, pasta sauce. Yeah. 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 Um, I go to Avon's in Santa Monica, and you can get... Uh, a uh oh what's that called what's that called in a restaurant where you get the wine steward guy right uh sommelier. Sommelier. Yeah. yeah you can get a uh pasta sauce sommelier at the vons that i go to and you tell them <laughs> what you're going to be serving it with and i say well pasta and they go oh okay you're gonna want this no seems to work <laughs> you know um you jape, you joke, but um, in my neighborhood, there's like an arms race in the supermarkets around the cheese guys. Well, because like you live near market, oh. my neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, you live near fancy ass. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, there, there, there's some schmanciness around my neighborhood. Um, and, you know, like the local Ralph's now has to compete with Gelson's. Everybody needs a cheese sommelier, like somebody who's like sitting in the middle of a cheese island ready to tell you what cheese to buy. <laughs> <laughs> a person who hasn't pooped in at least three months. They're just, they're, <laughs> don't even bother giving them breaks because what's the point? Uh, they just sit <laughs> in the cheese section. Oh, wait, that reminded me of something I was going to tell you. Oh, well, you know, here I just accused you of having uh, fancy ass grocery stores near you. And then I realized I live blocks away from a, uh, Whole Foods, but I don't, oh. I don't, I can't, I can't shop at that Whole Foods. I mean, I remember about three summers ago, um, my neighbors and I went in on a strawberry uh, from Whole Foods. And it <laughs> Passed it around, huh? Yeah. It was, I'm, in, but, I'm intimidated by, by, by places like Whole Foods, especially there's, there's too many people there who want to tell me what's, what's good about the food I want to buy. You know what? I, I find, can't even I approach find, the cheese sommeliers. Yeah, well, they got plenty of time. Um, I find that the employees at the Whole Foods are really knowledgeable and, and really nice. Yeah. I can't stand the other customers, however. Just it, <laughs> it's I, 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 I've said this before, but I'll say it again, which is that it's all these tight butted blonde women with uh, rolled up yoga mats under their arms, purposely blocking the chip aisle. <laughs> wow that's yeah. so specific they, they know i'm headed for that chip aisle although they don't have you, you can't buy soda or good chips at a, at a whole food so to some degree it's just a waste of uh 
voice to space. They're they're sort of interesting, good for you chips that never taste quite right. No, it's shit like, you know, oh, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's kiwi and buffalo. Yeah. You know what? Oh, but that reminds me, I've been meaning to tell you, remember we had that insect lady on the show who, who like is an evangelist for eating insects. Well, she was, uh, um, she was like a mm, sort of an ambassador for the association of right of uh, edible insect businesses. And right, and one of the things she had us taste on the show. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. One of the things she had us taste on the show was were these like uh, uh, cricket, uh, like tortilla chips made from crickets, if you remember. And she said, "Oh, you can get those. Yeah. Those are starting to be uh, appear on the shelves in like Ralph's and anything." I saw a bag of those yeah. at Ralph's. Oh, did you? There were cricket crackers, as I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And we also had, um, because you know what, you guys? One of her points, and I I have no reason to believe she's wrong, was that um, part of, you know, as resources become tighter and tighter in the the world because of our practices, one of the things that might save us is... um, the edible bug industry eating eating bugs a lot of you were you were a lot braver than i was on that show there were i i drew the line at those uh lemon flavored ants well they weren't lemon flavored they were they were she had some black ants that i did sample they weren't lemon lemon flavored they were black ants who have a lot of um a, a lot of acidic property and when you eat them in a cluster they taste lemony um, I think, all right, the guy eating the Nutella, my favorite thing, and she brought a number of things to sample. My favorite thing was the mealworms. Yeah, I didn't eat the mealworms either. I, I prefer I snack had... worms. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. Dayton, Ohio, you're on the line. Hey, Paula. Um, I used to listen to you uh, in the 90s doing stand-up on, like, the early days of Comedy Central and shit. Um, I uh, I missed you at the uh, – I live in Sacramento. I missed you at your – I think you did a performance at the UC Davis um, College. Uh, I can't remember what they call their theater, but um, – yeah, uh, it's nice to log in on here and immediately hear you being funny. Um, so glad you're still doing comedy and um, still just winning. You're winning, Isn't Paula. That, thank That's you, so Quality. Nice. That's so nice. I heard the greatest story about UC Davis on the news hour, I think it was, um, on PBS, I believe, which is that. UC Davis, the school had, uh, uh, you know, a program of of testing and contact tracing um, and, you know, mitigating the virus that they then expanded to the whole town. And of Davis. Yeah. And they've had remarkable success. And when the interviewer, I I think it was the news hour on PBS. I saw it on, but it might have been MSNBC. When the interviewer asked the guy that was, you know, one of the architects of it, um, she said, and how did you do that? And he said this great phrase. Um, Everybody write this down. We worked together. Ah! Wow. It wouldn't have occurred to me. 
Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it didn't occur to a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> no, it did not. Oh, my God. The way the service of, uh, health right and human now. services. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, uh, we've got a few more messages. We're starting to run out of time. So here on the stereo Uh-oh. app, uh, show us your ditties on the stereo app. And here comes, uh, who do we got here? Your bones. Oh, it's bones. It's Boca Raton. You're on the stereo app. My favorite health food is Hershey's Kisses with almonds because it has almonds in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be the only way I could get an almond down. You don't like almonds? I don't like nuts. I don't. You love peanut butter, but you don't like peanuts. Right. I didn't like peanut butter when I was little. I, I had to develop. Uh, I went to a program uh, as a teenager to develop a uh, a liking of peanut butter. No, you know why I liked peanut butter? Really? Eventually, when I was, I didn't like it when I was real little. I liked butter. Um, but eventually I liked it because I'm from Massachusetts. And so, of course, we had the marshmallow fluff with peanut butter sandwich, more commonly known as the fluffinutter. What does that and, have to do with Massachusetts? Because uh, marshmallow fluff is only sold in Massachusetts. That is completely not true. It is. No, it, it is. The well, product you get out here is a different product. But you, you could buy my marshmallow fluff in the store. No, you get like a marshmallow cream of some sort. Fluff is a um, is out in New England. I had fluff growing up on Long Island, New York. Yeah, that's because we shared it with you. Oh, that was very nice of you. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get get a last couple callers here on the stereo app. For breakfast, what do you think about a bed of spinach with a scrambled egg sprinkled on top and then chopped avocado on top of that drizzled with salt and pepper? This is the yoga guy. All right. Now, the yoga guy is obviously a lot healthier than both of us. Well, no, I I, I was with. Well. I don't eat eggs anymore. I I eat eggs that are in things sometimes, but I wouldn't just cook an egg and eat it. Um, but I love eggs. So the answer to your question, what do I think about it? I think it sounds delicious. That's what I think. Um, I used to fry eggs with spinach sometimes. But when you say for breakfast and then you say a bed of spinach, see, at breakfast time, <laughs> I'm Longing to go back to bed. So a bed of anything would be a bad idea for me to eat. Because you would literally sleep in your breakfast. Yeah, they would find me just curled up in a little ball in my in my spinach bed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet. Spinach. All right. Well, we have we have we're going to take one more call to bring us home here on the stereo app. And by the way, everybody, this has been a really fun hour we got to spend with you. And we're going to we're going to do it again really soon. Do we have it scheduled yet, Paul? Or should people just watch our social media? In an hour, though. Oh, my God. We must have had Bill Barr for attorney general so long ago. It was a long time ago. Uh, I believe it's been an hour. Yeah. Thanks, you guys, so much for joining us. Yeah, and finally we have um oh, what do we have here? We have uh Portland, Oregon. You're on the you're on the stereo app. What do you got? Paula, do you still eat an entire box of Pop Tarts in one sitting? <laughs> Paradoxical no. Taco wants to know. Yeah, no, uh thank you for your for your uh for your bone. Um I no, <laughs> I have sworn on 
Pop-Tarts. That's what I was saying to Adam recently. I go, you know, originally I stopped eating Pop-Tarts because I thought I, I really don't need the fat, right? Like it's not, I should not eat so much junk. But then soon thereafter, in the in the cavernous space left by eliminating uh, uh, Pop-Tarts from my diet, soon Three Musketeers and Reese's and the old Butterfingers and Heath Bars filled that spot. So I'm <laughs> I'm no more dietary virtuous than I was before, but I did stop eating um, Pop Tarts. This this ended up being a very food oriented um, uh, stereo uh, ap- episode here. It was because we heard the sound of the Nutella lid on the table, and it, and it just, just set, set us me, off. It yeah. set me off. Yes. I, I hear you. Well, you know what? It's a nice change of pace because like most of the, uh, you know, I'd say uh, three out of every four conversations on stereo is uh, seem to be about sex. So you want a little change of pace? Has all that sex made you hungry? <laughs> You've got us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I don't have sex because I really don't like it. But if um, <laughs> we, should, we should make that an episode I- at some point. Maybe if I was offered a nice Nutella sandwich afterwards, I don't know. I might come across. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, hey, hey, stereo fans out there, we will be back at some uh, to be named date. I'll schedule it. We'll, we'll we'll put it up there. Um, thank you guys so much. This has been it's it's really fun to do the podcast with Paula, and we have a we have a great time. But to actually get to hear you guys live makes it makes a huge difference to my sense of happiness and well-being. Yeah, take care, you guys. Don't let yourself get lonely. Bye, everybody. Hang in there. <laughs>